Hello, my friends. Jerome has a day off today. I um, I'm a little over the weather, or I'm about to be. I I feel like I I'm feeling it already. Sorry, this is the Melting Path, the next level network. Uh, it's Tuesday evening. I took the day off today to do uh, dad stuff because everybody's sick. I'll tell you about it uh, shortly, probably. Yeah, that's the first thing. Second thing I'll tell you. Um, so we got that. I'll tell you why we're all feeling bad and why it makes me angry. I'm going to tell you about, did we talk about the Dodgers sports stuff, Shohei Otani and uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto? Did we talk about that? I don't think we did. So we'll talk about it at the end of the show. The captain may be here, hopefully back from his holiday break. If not, that's fine too. That'll be the only production that I do today. Uh, I don't have anybody to do a mouth riff. So I feel like it's not, uh, not fair to the artist to do a song. So we'll get to that maybe next time. And although I got to, I got to pre-record that too. So damn it. All right, we'll get to it. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll talk New Year's resolutions, I guess. Do you make them? We'll talk about that. I should have asked you. I was going to, and then I figured I was going to feel like this and also sound like this. So I figured it wouldn't be fair to make you listen to me read anyway. And then while I'm feeling like this, and it would have been a couple days later and I would have been worse. So there we go. Also, I had orange juice today before I did the show, which is maybe the worst thing besides milk to have before you do any kind of recording. But Trying to make myself feel self feel better here. So uh, we're doing all we can, doing our best, washing our hands and whatnot. So hopefully we'll be okay. Kiddo slept a lot yesterday, so that helped. I hope it helps. He's asleep now, so I hope it helps now too. We're all just going to do our best. We're all just doing our best over here. So yeah, more traditional today. No real production aside from the captain. And uh, that's that. All right. So oh man, we went to the mall Friday. And so I had some rewards for the place I used to work. So every year we go back. I tell you that every summer we go back and every fall we go back and get ornaments. Mom comes up. We all, we have a good time, meet up with the people that I used to work with, even though there are only like two left. It's been 10 years. So we went up to the, to the other mall, to a different location. And we're like, okay, I got to spend these rewards before the end of the year. And I'm like, okay, I got like $22. So we'll go grab something. And she wanted to go to another place that was having a sale and we went to, where else did we go? Barnes & Noble. Uh, we stopped in there, and that's where we left. So we go up there, and for those in the area, we went to the Nishamani Mall. And she had been there recently with the kid for something else. And she's like, wow, like it's empty. Like it, And we went to Oxford Valley in the summer, in the fall, whenever we in the summer. And it was pretty empty, like depressingly empty. And she told me about Nishamani. She's like, hey, there's nothing, nothing really there anymore. Like it's really, it's sad. And so I get there, and we go in through the food court, and there are three places in the food court. It's a pizza place, some Asian fusion place, and some other place. I forget what it was. And that's it. That's it. And this mall used to have a, a Chick-fil-A, a Stewart's, uh, I think they had a, a sandwich place. I forget. And they used to have a Rita's, too, and that's gone. Like, all those are gone. The big ones are gone, I guess. Um, so there's nothing really there. And so... We're making our way, and we didn't go the other way to the other end of the mall because it's like it's Boscov's, and then I think Boscov's has taken over more of the storefronts that have just shuttered for one reason or another or many reasons. And so we didn't go to that side, but we're we're going through, and there's just nothing. It's just a lot of empty space. And I get it. I understand a lot of people shop online, and that's fine. I do as well. And that's fine. It's just it's just the way of the world, right? They used to have all these stores were separate, like the hardware store, the paint store, the whatever store were separate. And then Home Depot came along and Lowe's. 
And then you said, oh, this, this, and this. And then Walmart comes along. And then Target comes along. And all that's, oh, you can now go to one place and all those stores shut down. Like, I understand how it works. I get how it works. But it doesn't make it less sad. Like, it doesn't make it better that I understand the modern conveniences are, what are, are what's shuttering these places. I understand what's happening. It doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean it's a, you know, it's not a bummer that you go in there to a place where, uh, I didn't spend a lot of time at that mall because I never worked there, but, you know, you go in there and the movie theater's there too and the bookstore and all that. So there are some anchors still there trying to, you know, basically keeping that place afloat. And I just read today, there used to be a Macy's in that mall. It closed in 2016, 17, something like that. And then it was sold. That, like, part of the, part of the mall was sold to someone else who I think is going to turn it into uh, a gym entertainment fusion place. And so, of course, you get all the people complaining, oh, it should be... Well, the reason it's not a department store anymore is because people stopped going. For whatever reason, they stopped going. Right? And all these stores, for whatever reason, pick whatever you want. You shop online. You just don't want to go to the mall anymore. You know, you just uh, you found it cheaper somewhere else, whatever the case might be. The reason, the, the reason doesn't really matter. The fact is they're gone. And they're not going to come back. Models is not going to come back. I'm disappointed in that one because... There actually used to be a Models at the mall where we were, and uh, we walked by, and it's something else now, and it's been some other things for a while. But um, like I used to shop Models a lot, and so Models didn't even think about me when they went bankrupt. Those jerks. So the the point, <laughs> it's just sad. And like I wasn't a mall rat. I, we went a couple times to go to the movies, and then I worked at a mall for three and a half years, and well, three year whatever. And it's just disappointing. Like I get, I understand why it happens. I get it. I'm not, you know, not, I'm not naive. I'm not uh, ignorant of of what's going on, but it doesn't make it okay. Like it doesn't mean I'm not going to be sad about it because it's like, hey, we're going to the mall, and it was like an event. You know, you go, you have lunch from a well, a number of places. You had good choices to make. Now there are three, and you go, okay, we're going to go here. We can go shop for some video games, some CDs or DVDs or whatever. Not that those are a thing anymore, really, but we're going to shop for some movies, whatever. And then we're going to go get some books. And then, oh, there's a hobby shop. There's a whatever. And all those places mostly are gone. And so you get in there and you're walking around and it's just empty store after empty store. And there's like an escape room thing. And if you know me, escape rooms are not my thing at all. And there's like a pop-up wedding chapel. And there's uh, the arcade, which has now been downsized and, and saddened by, you know, just a lack of interest, right? Kids, uh, kids people don't go to the mall that much anymore. Right, they have stuff at home, or they shop online, or they, you know, they don't have the money to go and and spend a day and buy a bunch of stuff, or they, I don't know, you know, oh, we don't want to get sick again, right? And that's that happens when you go out to a big place like that, whether it's COVID or whatever, right? People are now more aware, at least they they maybe they are. I wish they were more aware so they would stay home and keep their kids home, which we're going to talk about in a second. But the fact that I get why it's happening doesn't make it less disappointing. Right, because when you go, you're like, "Oh, we could stop at this place. We could stop at this place. Maybe they have this." And all the places you could think of that we were thinking of, or that I thought of, rather, uh, they're all just gone, and it's just an empty spot or an escape room thing. Or um, it used to be a a little kiosk of these like big animal electronic animal things, like they're little cars, but they're shaped like animals, and you could ride around in them. You pay whatever, and you ride around in them. And back in the day, that used to be a kiosk, and you would ride around the mall in them. Totally unsafe for everybody else, and or maybe even the kid in the animal thing, right? But now they have a storefront, and 
there's nothing like they have a big enough place because whatever was there left and they now can just do it in the store. And it's like, it's a really weird thing. It's like a, it's like a go-kart place, but it's for like little kids and on little furry animals. And so you go up to the counter and we didn't do this, but I saw someone do it. I'm like, wow, that's actually really interesting. So you go up and you get in these little cart things, you pay whatever for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or however long. And then you get in and you just ride around like in the actual store where they used to sell shoes or whatever. And it's like, wow, that's, I mean, that's a better idea than riding around the mall like they used to. And uh, <laughs> so I get it. Like, that's cool. But it also means, hey, that's one fewer store that like, I mean, hey, you need a job. You it, The mall used to be the place to go because you'd be like, hey, I got to work for the summer or I got to work, you know, for the summer and then on breaks when I'm, when I go to school, whatever. You can't really do that because there aren't a lot of places left to go because they just disappear for, again, one reason or another. They're just gone. And it sucks. And it doesn't make it, I don't know, the fact that I get why it's happening doesn't make it less sad. That's all. The mall's depressing. Jeez. Oh, and again, I wasn't a mall rat. It was, it's just, it was a thing. Well, we're going to the mall. We're going to go do things. Go see a movie, whatever. Go, go shop, go buy this, go do this, right? It's all in one place. We could get there on the bus by ourselves, right? It was a thing that we did. And now it's not really a thing that we could do. I mean, I got a kid anyway, so... Uh, the chances to actually go out and do things are few and far between, but um, it's just a bummer, man. And I'm sure, like my parents would have a a thing from there. Oh, we can't do this anymore because it doesn't exist. And they would tell me about whatever. I'm like, oh man, that sucks. And now I get to tell my kid, hey, we used to go to the mall. All the places were there, and you get food, and you walk around, and you see your friends, and you you know go buy CDs or whatever. It was just a grand old time. And now it's not. It's a bummer. It's just a bummer, man. The mall's sad. And I don't like it, but I get it, but it still sucks. You know what else sucks? <sighs> My kid got sick and I, oh, I'm, so, oh, I'm so mad about this. Okay. So we get there and we eat. So basically what happens is when we go somewhere with the kid, we put him in the car seat. Usually it'll take a little nap. Uh, it wasn't a long ride, so he didn't take a long nap. So we get in there. We're like, okay, put him in the stroller, have some food. He actually did eat there, which was great. Have some food, and then we'll let him run around the play area, which has itself has diminished since even since the last time she took him there a few months ago. And we're like, okay, so go eat food, go let him play, and then do our stuff, and then we're going to go. That was the plan for the trip. So, okay, we get over there, and it's right outside the movie theater, right near the movie theater. So we go over there, and there are like six or seven young girls there with their grandmother and like two of them are older. They're ranging aged from like five to, I don't know, 12. And so the older kids are sitting over there talking to each other, whatever. And then all the little kids are running around. And so he's running around. He's climbing on the stuff. And I'm trying to get them like, A, keep them from hitting him. And B, keep him out of their way. Because like they shouldn't have to, I don't know, stop their game because somebody else showed up. They just have to be aware. And they weren't. Like We've had this issue before with play areas and kids not paying attention. Well, it sucks, but it is what it is, right? Because my kid's two, and they're like five and seven and nine, whatever. So he's climbing. There's a little bridge thing, a little slide at the end, and they're all running back and forth, and they're doing this. So he decides, I'm going to climb up the side of it. For whatever reason, he couldn't go up the, the front part of the bridge. He's like, nope, we got to climb over the side. It's going to be great. So he made it up. He got it. So he climbs over, and one time he goes up there. So he's climbing over. He's halfway over. So like his waist is on the bridge thing. So his head is kind of like close to the ground part. And so the other 
this other little girl's crawling up there, and she just coughs right in his face. I'm like, okay. All right, that's going to happen. These things are going to happen. And so first we thought, hey, maybe she just had like a dry throat and needed some H2O, and it wasn't a sick cough. It was just a, you know, I need to, I'm parched cough. We're like, okay, maybe that was it. That's probably foolish of us to think that, but let's go with that in mind. Like maybe he won't get sick. All right, cool. No problems. This was Friday, which was the 28th, 29th. And, oh my God, Sunday night, New Year's, well, Sunday during the day, New Year's Eve. He's coughing and sneezing all day. We put him up to bed at like, I don't know, 8 o'clock. And like an hour and a half later, maybe 7 o'clock, whatever it was. So an hour and a half later, he's up, miserable, coughing, sneeze, just, all right, this kid, whatever this kid had, she threw it in his face pretty much. And then also there was no like, the grandmother was on her phone the whole time. Nobody's paying attention to these kids except like she was like asking them the question, from across the thing, and they're, like, playing, whatever. So she, like, just didn't care. And no, like, oh, don't do that. Like, oh, I'm sorry about that. But just, nope, just completely ignored it. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Not that I haven't been an absent-minded parent at times, but I just, like, just no acknowledgement at all. Just that bothered me, too. And so they leave, and now I'm just like, all right, he's going to get sick. So, of course, Sunday night, he starts to get Friday, Friday, three days generally, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He's sick. All right, this sucks. So... He's up. We're figuring that out. Monday, he's, he's all day just sick. Um, so we get up Tuesday, and he's better. I'm getting worse. I, she's worse, too. It's just like, all right. I I don't understand. Here's what I'm mad about. Again, I'm not... I mean, I'm mad that he got sick, because that means everybody gets sick, and it just throws everything off, right? And that sucks. You don't like anybody being sick, obviously, unless you're a weird masochist, in which case... God bless you. Come take this off my hands and my kids' hands. And so, <laughs> so I'm not like, oh, damn it, he's sick again. I mean, that I am, but I'm more mad that like this person was old enough to know better not to cough in someone's face, right? Just you don't do that. And also, the parents are old enough to know, grandparents, whoever the hell is watching them, is old enough and should be mature enough to know, hey, you got a little bit of a cough. You got a sniffle. Guess what? You don't get to go to the movies today. Oh, sorry. Somebody's sick. Whatever her name is. She's sick. We can't go to the movies today because she's sick and we're not getting anybody else sick. But people don't think like that. And it really bothers me that people don't do that. Like, how long have we had to deal with COVID and whatever, right? And everybody's like, no, we have to... We can't disrupt our lives because... We're not going down that rabbit hole. But what is it going to take for people to go, hey, you're not feeling well. So we're not going to go out today. We're going to stay home today. There were like two dozen people in the mall total. That's probably an exaggeration, but also it's probably not that far. Not that far away, right? There was like nobody there. It was a Friday after, in between Christmas and New Year's, nobody's there. Look, I worked at a mall for four, se- four Christmas seasons. Ain't nobody there. And it's just like, I, like, of course, there were 25 people there, max, that's probably not true, but not that many people there. And of course, we run into the, in the kid who's sick and then gets us all sick. And it's just like, all right, what have we learned? What have we learned from being going through a pandemic? What have we learned? Nothing. People learn absolutely nothing. And it just really bothers me that parents and grandparents and whoever don't say, and look, I know kids are going to be disappointed, but guess what? That happens. You're going to be disappointed. It's just, this is how it works. Sometimes you got to miss stuff. So in September, 
he got sick from something, whatever he did, right? I was supposed to do a couple things. Supposed to go to a, a podcasting meetup thing and go to homecoming for my university because I hadn't been back since graduation, 2010, and the podcasting meetup thing would have been fun. But he got everybody, he got us all sick, so I couldn't go. And it sucks, but it happens. It would have been done no good to anybody for me to show up or any of us to show up, coughing, sneezing, whatever, right? Then you spread it around and we're back and everybody's uh, all gross because we couldn't stay home. But I did stay home. And I'm not patting myself on the back here, but what is it going to take for people to sit there and go, hey, you know what? You're not feeling well. And like, it shouldn't be only, oh, you have a, oh, you don't have a fever. We're going to go. No, no. If you have any kind of symptom of any illness, a cough, a sniffle, too many sneezes, what, certainly a fever, whatever the case might be, stay home. I need parents to hear this. Parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, whoever, keep them home. I know they're going to be upset. They're going to, they're going to complain about it, and that's fine. But guess what? That happens. It is much better for everyone to stay home and keep, get everybody well than do you go out and get somebody sick. And then say somebody else comes who is also sick and then gets your, the rest of your crew sick, which you could have avoided by staying home. I just will never understand the lack of the lack of consideration for other people. And again, I worked in retail for many years it, at several different places. And so this shouldn't surprise me anymore. Like it should have stopped surprising me in 2010 when I was doing retail. My third go around at the at retail. I should not have been surprised starting then. But for whatever reason, I still get angry about it because the lack of consideration for other people, the entitlement, oh, we don't need to do that. We don't have to do whatever. We could just go and do what we want. We don't have to stay home. We don't have to, you know, go and wear a mask or whatever. We don't have to do whatever. We could just do what we want. I don't care. Too bad. You all, you all you're all going to be fine. We're going to do what we're going to do. We're not going to be interrupted or inconvenienced by whatever. We're just going to go and do our thing. Well, great. Now my whole house is sick. It's going to be sick for a week, probably, because you couldn't stay home when your kid had a sniffle or a cough, and you couldn't teach your kid not to cough in somebody else's face. That's the other part. The first part is they shouldn't have been there at all because they had a cough. That's number one. We've learned nothing, though, so I shouldn't be surprised. The second thing, that kid was for sure old enough to know, hey, don't cough in someone's face, right? Like, isn't that's a thing you get taught, right? Like, don't cough in somebody's face. Don't do it. Just don't. That's not a thing you should do, especially somebody, a stranger, because you don't know how that person's going to react. Like, what if she had coughed in my kid's face and he just went and smacked her in the head? Now, okay, sure. That would have been a panic and I would have had to deal with that. But at the same time, I would have been like, yeah, all right, well, don't cough in my kid's face. That's, you know, you get what you get. You don't know how people are going to react to what you do, right? If you like, hey, like it'd be similar if they're trying to play on the same, or like if he's playing on a thing and you come over and try to like jostle him off and he hauls off and smacks you, you would have deserved it because you did something to someone else without knowing how they were going to react to that thing. Whether you cough in their face or you shove them off a, a toy or whatever, or try to take something from them, right? You don't know how they're going to react. Now, my kid wouldn't do that. It's not what he does. He, well, at least he hasn't. So I, I have no reason to believe that he would. But a strange kid does not know that and would not know that, right? Somebody we're never going to see again, I hope. Because then, you know, we're going to get sick again. But it, it's just, 
I'm angry that we all got sick because it was avoidable. And sure, you could say, well, Pat, you probably you couldn't have go, you could have just not gone to the mall. You're right. You're right. I could have I could have skipped that trip or I could have we could have gotten somebody to watch him and gone up by ourselves. Yeah, you're right. We could have done that. But the fact that like of all the two dozen people maybe wandering the mall at that time, that we get the one that doesn't understand you shouldn't cough in other people's faces and then gives whatever they had to, to us. It just really bothers me that there's no consideration for anybody else. That if you don't feel well, you should stay home. I, I don't know why that has disappeared since uh, we've been through all we've been through, right? Like, why, why have we not figured that out? They're like, yes, you're going to have, you're going to be disappointed because you don't get to go to the movies and go to the mall or go to whatever, right? You're going to be disappointed. But guess what? Too bad. That's how it works, right? And the fact that no one seems to care just really bothers me. I know I'm getting off on a whole thing here, but I'm just upset, man. Like, it, it shouldn't have happened. We shouldn't have to be dealing with this. How many years do we have to go through a, a damn plague and still not know? that? Can I not say the word plague? <laughs> Jesus, trying to make a serious point here, and you can't say the word you want to use. But how long do we have to go through all this nonsense of everybody getting sick all the time, doing all this stuff, before we make changes, before we change our behaviors and what we're doing and not doing? How long do we have to do this? Are we going to be able to take him anywhere else? Like, we got to keep him in a bubble until he's five? Like, that's dumb. We shouldn't have to do that because when you don't feel well, you should stay home and keep your kid home. Like, when he doesn't feel well, they were supposed to go to um, her nephew's today. And they didn't get her brothers, well, her both, um, and watch her nephew. And be like, oh, Pat, your kid's not young enough to, to remember and know that. Uh, actually, or your kid's not old enough, whatever. Uh, yeah, he is. He knows exactly what he was supposed to do because he said the kid's name. He goes, cousin, and said the kid's name yesterday. Meaning like he knows that once or twice a week, they go to his cousin's house and go hang out for the day. And even if he didn't, like that's still not fair to think like, oh man, he's not old enough to know. It won't matter. It does. It matters on several levels. Most of all, that he shouldn't have to get sick because you set five, six, seven, eight-year-old, however old that person was, should know not to cough in somebody's face. And because you had a cough, you should have stayed home. And that comes down to the adult to make the decision when the kid has any form. Like, I don't care how many kids are in the play. That's not my problem. Like, your kid's being disappointed is not my problem. Your grandkids, whoever. It's not my problem. You have to do what you can to keep everybody safe and healthy and, and happy and whatnot. And I know it's really hard because that you have to think about someone else besides yourself. But we need to make this happen. If your kid is not feeling well, they got a sniffle, a cough, a chill, a whatever, whatever it is, do not bring them to a public place. I don't know how many more catastrophic health events we have to go through before people start understanding this. Keep them home when they don't feel well. And all this could be avoided, and I'd have nothing to talk about today. Well, no, I'd feel better, so I'd be able to plan a real show. And I wouldn't have had to worry about this. But instead, I got to get on here and get all because some brat doesn't know how to not cough in people's faces, and some some absent grandmother doesn't know how to keep her kids home when they're not feeling well. I'd actually be surprised if she even noticed that the kid wasn't feeling well based on how little she paid attention to them at all. Anyway, that's a... All right, that seemed a little unfair. No, it didn't. I'm, I'm angry. I'm sorry. I'm just like, we shouldn't have to deal with this. It's, it's 2024. We should not have to deal with any of this anymore. 
we should know as adults, hey, kid's not feeling well, I'm not feeling well, whoever isn't feeling well, guess what? We don't get to go to the thing. That should be the end of it. Oh, but I want to, I don't care. When you're better, we can go do things. That's all. All right. I, Jesus. All right. I need a drink. Let's take a break. I'm about to cough anyway. Jesus Christ. All right. We'll be, I got to, there's not going to be any sound or whatever. I just, I just got to, hold up. I'll be back in a second. Hold on. Okay. So weirdly enough, the next thing on the list here is do you make resolutions? And uh, let's just start this here. Uh, you should resolve to keep your kids home when they don't feel well or keep yourself and everybody home when you don't feel well. That's really what everyone should do. That's what I want everyone to do. Uh, we should have learned from 2020. We didn't. Uh, or you did, and you did it for six months and then decided you were tired of that and just to, just started doing whatever you wanted to do. And sure, whatever. But I don't know. You should also resolve to just be considerate of everyone else around you. I think that's it. That's really... That's what everyone's resolution should be um, in even a small way. Just, uh, you know, let somebody merge in front of you. Maybe not. I don't drive. It's not a, an acceptable one for me. But, you know, let somebody on. Let somebody take that seat on the subway. Let somebody uh, on before you to get that seat, right? Stand up and let them sit down, right? There you go. That's my. That's how I tailor it to myself. I just, uh, Jesus. Yeah, so everyone should resolve to do that. Be a little nicer. Be a little more considerate of people. I generally don't make resolutions because it's more of like, Hey, I got to change this about myself. And I don't, I try not to let the calendar dictate what I'm going to do and not do because I just, I feel like if I do that, then I get stressed out when it doesn't happen. Like I don't hit a goal for whatever reason. When I say, Hey, I'm going to do this in the new year for whatever reason, if I don't get it done by like mid February, I get mad and give up and move on to something else, which I know is not what I should do. But I know myself at 35 years old, and I know that I'm not going to make a drastic change like that right away. And if I put that pressure on myself of a New Year's resolution, for some reason it tells me, hey, we have to be better at this in six weeks or we're going to not do it anymore. And I know that's a character flaw. And maybe that's a little thing I could work on, right? And I, I just don't. I don't know. It's never been my thing to be like, I'm going to be a better person. Because like, what does that mean to you? To me, it's like for myself. It's, hey, I'm not feeling well. Guess what? Not going to go. Like, that's one part, right? Or, hey, I should, I got to be more physically active, which is true. I do. Doctor called me fat a couple months ago. And so, yeah, sure. I got to be more physically active. I did find my foam roller. Thank you, Jen, for the gift years ago. It got shuffled around when I had to move my desk out of here. Uh, but I found it. And so now I got to start using it again. So that's on my list. Um, a couple years ago, actually, I can't even call this a New Year's resolution because it was more of a, my wife's pregnant. I got to get this done. Uh, when I got the record done, we got the album done, right? And I was like, oh, all right, there's my deadline. And I just feel like, I don't know, man, New Year's resolutions are, in my experience, I, everybody, you could make a resolution and actually do like, hey, I'm going to quit drinking by, you know, April. And you could do that. And that's great. A lot of health benefits to that. A lot of other other benefits to that as well. And that's great. Whatever that, you know, maybe not quit drinking. Whatever it is, right? I'm going to quit smoking. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. You should do that. Great. Get that done. But it's like, I feel like if you want to make a change for yourself, you should not let, well, maybe you need the calendar. Maybe you need that added pressure. Because it doesn't work for me. I've already, I've tried several times to do a bunch of different things. 
in the new year. And it, I just get frustrated because I somehow set a clock on myself. Go, oh, we have to get this done by this time. Otherwise, it's not worth it. But it's not true. Changing things in your life takes time. Changing your physical appearance takes time. Changing your habits, whatever they are, good, bad, ugly, takes time. Takes longer than six weeks. That's for sure. So maybe I should tell you instead, instead of saying, hey, you shouldn't do this because it doesn't work for me. If you can get by with that pressure of like, oh, okay, I give myself a goal by the end of the year, we're going to stop doing this or we're going to start doing this. Maybe we're going to, I'm going to start writing again, you know, music, poems, blogs, whatever. We're going to start doing that. Like if I said, hey, we're going to start doing more writing for the show, more writing stuff. Great. Awesome. Kid is upset. Does he need me? Hold on. All right, I wasn't needed, so I'm glad I went up there. It just, oh, man, this sucks, and I'm mad at people who don't care about keeping every. I don't know. It just, it just bothers me that uh, that we have to do this because this was completely avoidable by people staying home when they don't feel well. That's all. All right, sorry. Resolutions, Pat. You should resolve to be less angry. I should, I really should. I should really go back to the thing I was doing. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I just. I feel like if I let the calendar dictate what I'm doing, I set a, a line for myself, like it has to be done by this time. And I know it's stupid, and I should probably maybe resolve to be better about that. But if it works for you, if you're able to make a resolution, say, hey, in 2024, I'm going to go to the gym once a week. And then, you know, you do that for January. And then say February, you go, okay, I'm going to go twice a week. And then March, oh, I'm going to go, let's go three times a week. Okay, great. And then, you know, by April or whatever, you're feeling comfortable with yourself and you're making progress and you're like, hey, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to keep this three times a week, whatever, however often you're supposed to go to the gym. I don't know. I don't go to the gym. So like whatever it is, maybe it's not going to the gym. Maybe it's like, hey, I'm going to cut back on caffeine. Hey, I'm going to cut back on, on, uh, on boozing, right? Let's go instead of having, I don't know, four a day, let's go down to three a day for January. Whatever that's, you probably shouldn't have that many, but I, like whatever you do, whatever it is, what I here's what I would do is here's the advice I can offer you. If you're having trouble, here we go. If you're having trouble with a New Year's resolution, say you want to you want to cut back on caffeine, don't do a cold turkey. It doesn't work that way. Or if it does, you're gonna be miserable, and then you're gonna be like, oh, I gotta go back to doing whatever, right? So you don't want to do that. But if you do it incrementally, like you're, it's gonna take longer to get there. But it's a new, it's a resolution for the year. So don't do what I do and don't put yourself in a box of like it has to be done by February 14th or 18th or whatever. Otherwise, I'm gonna scrap it and keep doing what I'm doing and just be worse off. So what you should do instead, hey, say you're gonna cut back on soda, right? Say you have four a day, four cans a day, whatever. All right, for January, do three. Cool. February, two. March, then you slowly get yourself used to spreading them out. And like, if you need caffeine, you need caffeine. I'm not going to say don't have it. I'm not a doctor, but you know, spread. Hey, then, you know, February down to two a day. And maybe you want, maybe you're okay with two a day. Maybe you can stick it to a day. Maybe you combine that with, you know, I'm going to do yoga for 15 minutes every day or every other day, right? I'm going to do my routines right every other day. And you're going to have, instead of four sodas a day, three a day, and then you keep doing your yoga. Every other day, every day, whatever it is, whatever I would do it every other day to start to get yourself used to doing stuff. 
That's how it works for me. Um, or it has worked for me in the past, I should say. And so, okay, I'm going to do yoga three times a week and I'm going to stop drinking so much soda. Okay, cool. February, keep doing the yoga three times a week. Maybe you add in some new stuff in February, right? And you're having one fewer can of soda. So now you're down to two cans of soda and 20 minutes of yoga a day, three times a week, through, you know, every other day. Great. Awesome. March, you're starting to see a little bit more. Maybe if you're trying, maybe you're trying to lose weight, you might see some start to come off. Or if you're just trying to just be more flexible and be, be more comfortable with your movements, that's going to start to pay off because you're not going to hold in the weight of the sugar of the soda. That's going to be, you know, disappearing. When I stopped drinking soda in 20, I don't know, 17 or so, I lost 20 pounds and I felt awesome because I, I went from, you know, three cans a day or like a bottle at work and then a can or two at home. I cut that down to one per day, if that, and I started doing my yoga again regularly and I lost 20 pounds in a couple months and it was great. And so like that little thing, this little change of like, Hey, instead of I'm going to stop drinking soda, we're going to cut back one or two and we're going to be all right, cool. So we're still going to do it, have one with lunch and maybe one before dinner with dinner, whatever, instead of two or three more throughout the day. So like scale it back and then start doing something else. Like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn to do a thing on guitar. Okay, great. So you spend 15 minutes, we're going to do this. We're making it happen. And so if you make the goal, I don't want to say moving the goalposts. That sounds <laughs> like we're trying to win an internet argument. Uh, but if you make the goal smaller and more attainable, instead of, I'm going to stop drinking soda in the new year. Okay, cool. January 1st, you stop drinking soda. You're miserable because you have taken a routine your body is used to and just eliminated <laughs> it. And instead of letting your body get used to not doing that, like get used to not having the sugar rush, the caffeine rush, the whatever rush it is, right? You've not let your body come down from that and you're just going to be miserable and you're not going to want to do it anymore. And so, hey, I'm going to start doing this. Let's do this in a small increment. Let's do yoga, 10 minutes. Let's try it, see what happens. Okay, so we do that on Tuesday, try it again on Thursday. Great, build that, build from that. Don't start and say, I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to quit caffeine and stop drinking Pepsi January 1st. It's not going to work. For the mo for most people, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And that's, that's why I think a lot of resolutions fail is because you sit there and go, all right, we have to change this and we have to do it right now. You do what I get stuck in. We're going to change it. We're going to do it right now. And it's going to be gone. We're going to be great. And when it doesn't work in four days, you get angry with yourself and you just start doing it again. Because you're like, oh, it's too hard. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to give up. Can't do it. But you have to modify what you're doing. And just, you know, the resolution is, I don't like what I'm doing, or I'd like to do something different with myself. So let's do that. Let's make that happen. And instead of trying to do it all at once, it's not going to happen. It's like throwing a Hail Mary to the end zone. It's not going to work. It's going to get batted down. It's going to get intercepted. The, the ball's not going to make it there, whatever the case might be. But you start... Dinking and dunking here and there, five yards, 10 yards, 15 yards there. Guess what? You're knocking on the door ready to score. So take that. It's football playoffs, right? Almost. <laughs> Does that analogy make sense? Right? Instead of going for the bomb, you know, right off the bat, when it's probably not going to make it, just go, hey, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit here. 
a little bit of variety, make things happen. And all of a sudden, a quarter of the year to go, or a quarter of the year, quarter into the year, I should say, you're feeling better. You're looking better. You know, you've made it. You've done it. So check back in with me. If, if that's one of your things you're doing, giving up something or starting something, whatever you got going on, I'll do this too. Check back in in March, right? Check back in on St. Patrick's Day. Let me know how you're doing. Maybe you want to play more video games. I don't know what you want to do, but <laughs> that's easy for me. I <laughs> but whatever you got to do, start it a little bit at a time. Just a little, just a 10 minutes a day. Start doing some, some calf raises or some, uh, some arm circles, whatever. Whatever you got to do, do some squats when you get up from your desk, right? Start a little bit a day, every other day, and see where you are three months from now. Keep that, keep, set the routine. Keep it going. Try not to do everything at once because you're going to hurt yourself. And check back in with me in March. Let me know. We'll do it too. All right? We'll do it together. Sound good? Did any of that make sense? I don't know. I came in halfway and had to stop and go do a thing. So I don't know if that made sense. If it did, basically, if you make resolutions, you should do that. And like, if you're, if you're going to do a thing, you should do it or not do a thing. Then you should stop doing a thing that you don't want to do anymore. But if you try to make it, oh, I have to do this by this time or else it won't work like I do. It's not going to happen. You're not going to get out of that mindset because you've already trapped yourself. Trust me, I know. I've done it several times where I've already trapped myself in a box like, hey, I got to get this done in six weeks. And it's just not feasible. It's not going to happen. So instead, take smaller bites, take to, you know smaller passes, smaller plays, and just move your way down that way. And then you'll come out fine. Hopefully. If not, then, well, I'm not a doctor. You shouldn't have listened to me. But... <laughs> But let's keep each other honest, shall we? I'm going to do my uh, my foam roller exercises and do some more uh, some more yoga. We'll do it every other day, and we'll check in in March, see where we are, okay? All right, can we do that? Great, great. All right, so we're actually not going to do the other stuff today because we've been here for a bit, and I got to go do some stuff. Uh, I'm sorry. Again, I'm, not, I'm just not 100% today. Um, but I think we did enough yelling and complaining and contemplating that I think we're, uh, we're okay. So we start the new year. With, uh, with Pat being angry, we end the episode, well, technically with the captain, I suppose, in a minute here, but uh, with Pat trying to figure out what a New Year's resolution is and probably failing to explain what I wanted to tell you. But I guess if you're trying to make a change in your life, let's all do it together, whatever it is. Let me know. You know what? Let me know what you're trying to do, and we'll, all, we'll, we'll make a list. And then in March, we'll check back in our quarterly report. We'll see how we're doing. Okay. Oh, man, I'm so mad my kid's sick. All right, so we were going to talk about the Dodgers. We're not going to do it. We we're going to talk about how the Facebook home feed is trash. We'll do that another time. But for today, that's it for me. We did the things. We'll, we'll do the captain. But yeah, the mall, sad. Um, stay home if you're not feeling well. Keep your kids home if they're not feeling well. And uh, don't try to do all of your New Year's resolutions in the month of January because you're going to be disappointed and fall back into bad habits like I do. So... Let's keep each other on it here, and uh, let me know when what you are doing, if you are making New Year's resolutions. Let me know what they are, and we'll all keep a tally, keep a list, and, and try to keep each other going here, because uh, this should be the year, right? We're not going to get better if we don't try, and, and uh, at least I don't get better if I don't have somebody pushing me along the way, like, hey, you doing this? Checking in. Um, that'd be great. So, all right, let me know what you're doing, what we're doing. Let us know. Let me know how you how we're all bettering ourselves in 2024. Okay. All right. Apparently, also uh, beer sales are down. So 
we got to drink more beer. So I guess put that on the list and uh, do some squats and some push-ups and some uh, some DDP yoga with me, and we'll all do the things. Okay? All right. So that's it for me. Let's go over to the captain. Let's see what's going on with the flag, guys. We've given the captain off for the holidays, but now we got to put his ass back to work, even though next week he's off again. But anyway, we'll explain that later. But for now, let's turn it over. Good, sir. Let's. We want to know. Now, none of us know what the Flyers are doing. I don't know what they're doing. So, Captain, let us know what's going on. Good, sir. The floor is yours. Take it away. There you have it. Thank you, my friend. The Melting Path, the next level network, just in case he was too busy again and that happens. It's fine. Maybe he got sick, too. I don't know. He's got kids, too. I don't know what's going on over there. I'm sure he's going to be great. So there you go. The Captain, the Flyers, New Year's resolutions, and Pat being angry. That was today's show. All right? We're going to go do some stuff. We'll do some sports next week. We'll do the Facebook home feed being just awful anymore. We'll talk about that uh, another time. All right? Oh, boy. All right. So let me, um, yeah, let's uh, let's try to figure out how we're going to better ourselves this year. Let's do it together, even if it's a small thing. Like, I want to go for a walk every day, 10 minutes, whatever. You could call me while you're walking. It'd be great. Maybe not. But, or like, I want to do 10 push-ups every week. Great. That's small. Like, that's small enough where, like, every week of the year, you could find a way to do 10. Right? Does that work? Something like that? Anyway. Pat, shut up about the New Year's resolutions. We did it already. We're done. You spent 20 minutes on it. All right. All right. Oh, boy. You're right. You're right. I'm Now I'm just riffing on nothing. All right. Let's go. <laughs> oh, sorry. By the way, program note. Program note for next week. I'm getting my vasectomy on the 12th. And so the episode coming out on the 13th will be recorded uh, this week. Probably. I hope. Anyway. And it'll be either some things I missed for today's show and or a TV pilot review or two. So we'll see where we are. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's... Uh, so if something happens in the next 10, 12 days or whatever, uh, 10 days, I will not be aware of it. And uh, the next time you hear me after this, I will have been f- snipped. So there we go. Well, maybe I'll do a little video for the patrons about the recovery process and whatever that entails. All right, so there. So next week's show will be um, pre-recorded, so nothing... Uh, earth-shattering or, or newsworthy because it won't have happened yet while I'm doing the show. So there you go. By the way, if you have any suggestions for episodes I can do just a one-off, like when I'm not here, when I got stuff going on, please let me know. I'm everywhere at The Melting Pat. Uh, TheMeltingPat.com is the best way to get a hold of me. Let me know. Uh, one topic things or like a couple things like, hey, talk about this and this. Great. Awesome. I'll put that in the can and we'll have it for when I have things to do or I don't feel well or whatever. Right, so if you have suggestions, themeltingpat.com is the best way to do that. Sorry, themeltingpat.com. Pat, you should resolve to talk slower. You're right. I really should. Um, so there you go. That's all the stuff for me. No G love today. We're just going to roll out of here. Uh, but check them out anyway, philadelphonic.com for more stuff from them. That is all for us today. Thank you so much. This has been an 8 Boiling production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated. And boost it when you can, and for the love of God, stay home when you don't feel well. For all of us, please. Can we do that? That should be everybody's resolution. We did that already. Great. We're going to go. Thank you so much. Maybe I'll sound better next week. Doubtful. All right. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Sign up for the Patreon, too. Give me a dollar, three dollars, get some video bonuses and other things as uh, as we go along. You'll get some, maybe some recovery 
content. Ugh. Maybe some videos of me going through the recovery process on bed rest for my vasectomy. Does that sound fun? No? Okay. Anyway, give me a dollar. Thanks. All right. You've been inside the melting bat on the next level network. Thank you so much. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Go crap open a cold one.